Welcome to Dual Chat with Brittany and Cynthia, where we talk about drama shows from shows ranging from the 90s to today. Hi, everyone. I'm Brittany. And I'm Cynthia. And now we are going to episode six of Dawson's Creek titled Baby, aired February 24th, 1998. And the synopsis is... Cape Side is abuzz with rumors of a teacher's indiscretion, rumors that could prove fatal for Pacey and Tamara. Pacey then takes it upon himself to go before a school board hearing to admit to personally fabricating the rumors to clear Tamara. Meanwhile, Joey and Jen get a life lesson with when Bessie is aided by an unlikely source, Graham's Ryan, when she goes into labor and gives birth to her baby in Dawson's living room, with Dawson videotaping the whole thing. We start off the usual movie night at Dawson's as a credits roll. I don't think it's a usual movie night. Right. It's a trio now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Joey gets up to leave, saying she has to go with the baby being due, due soon, and Bessie needs help around the house. Dawson objects, saying Bodie can help with Bessie, and that she can't go after just one movie because they always watch more than one movie on movie night. He is so selfish. Mm-hmm. Her sister needs her. She obviously doesn't want to be there. So right. let her go. You still have Jen. Yeah. And then the camera pans over to Jen on the other side of the screen. Jen can tell Joey wants to leave because she's there. She tells Joey this and offers to leave. Dawson doesn't want her to leave, of course. Jen Another says her gra- move. Yeah. Jen says her grandma would never let her stay if Joey leaves, making it just be Jen and Dawson in his room. Joey says she doesn't have to she doesn't have to leave and doesn't want to ruin anyone's night. Dawson figures one thing out this time by saying the obvious. Jen can't stay alone with Dawson because of her grandma and can't stay with Joey here because it's awkward and Joey can't stay if Jen leaves because she'll feel she drove her away and she can't stay if Jen is here because it ruins the movie night for her. But he doesn't get that it's just best that they both leave. I'm surprised he got all that. Yeah. You know, because he's always in his own little world mm-hmm. that I'm surprised he comprehended all of that. Right. The girls say goodnight to him and leave. He's left disappointed. The theme song plays. We're back now in the kitchen with Bess and Bodie. Bess is telling Bodie how she's miserable being pregnant. Joey walks into the kitchen with Bess asking, Do you still live here? No one's stopping you from moving out. In most states, you'd be considered an adult. Joey replied, That's funny, because you wouldn't. Bodie tells Joey to lay off, and after she has the baby next week, Bess will be back to her old self. Joey said, That's what I'm afraid of. Next, we see Graham in Jen's bedroom being disgusted by her belongings, including a calendar with a naked man. She says in her house, we don't leer at naked men. And Jen says, no, but we pray to them, right? This makes Graham mad. Asking Jen, where is the little girl she used to know, used to show respect for the church and its teaching? Jen responds, she's considered all the possible scenarios, detailing a godlike source, and she's found them unconvincing. And while she respects those who choose to believe in a higher being, she herself does not. Simply put, she grew up. This Graham says, Perhaps she just thinks she did. At the school, we find Pacey trying to convince Tamara about going out on a date in public. Before she can answer, we move into the bathroom where Pacey and Dawson are discussing it, saying she didn't say yes or no. He checks to see if they're alone in the bathroom after they are already um, after they have already said enough for word to get around. Pacey doesn't see anyone under the stalls, but there did end up being a guy that was staying on top of a toilet smoking, hearing every word exchanged. Why wouldn't Pacey check every stall before he opens his mouth i know and also i don't agree they need to stay in mm-hmm. if you go out you're gonna get caught right but also check the stalls mm-hmm. 
Outside the school later, Dawson is walking with Jen, talking about his parents being out of town, meaning how they can be alone together. But she interrupts him by telling him there's a rumor going around about Pacey and Miss Jacobs. Dawson knows how bad this will get if the whole school finds out and heads straight towards the doors of the school to warn him. And then Jen says that it's illegal in 35 states. Uh, why isn't it illegal in 50? I don't know. Do you think it's illegal now in 50 states? I don't know. I tried to check, but I couldn't really get a straightforward answer, so I don't know. I mean, it should be. That's just wrong. Yeah. Jen and Dawson are in the hallway with Joey walking up behind them saying they're not going to believe what she just heard. Before she can say what it is, the three of them see Pacey down the hallway with a peer whispering the rumor right to him. He looks at them as his life unravels. Do you think that there's a rumor going around about somebody you would just tell them? Like, if you don't know them like that? I thought that was kind of weird that this girl just, like, told Pacey what was the rumor. I mean, I guess some people are bold. I mean, I wouldn't do it. Mm -hmm. But maybe some people do. Yeah, because, like, they told him before his friends could even tell him. That's how fast everything was going on. I guess it's a small town. Mm Mm-hmm. Dawson and Pacey are now in some kind of office. It looked like an office, right? It looked kind of like a janitor and an office at the same time. Janitor office? Who was in there? Pacey and Dawson. Remember they're talking about the rumor? It was just a really small office, so I wasn't sure what it was at first when I first saw it. Because it looked like a janitor's closet, but then I saw a desk in there too. So I was like, okay, it's an office. But hmm. Yeah, somebody's office. Yeah. Dawson and Pacey are now in some kind of office, I just said that, but Dawson explained how the word got out. Pacey starts going on about how it was just a amount of time until things went south for him and hoping tomorrow doesn't find out, but of course she is. She's in the same school. Yeah. Dawson tells him the right side of this is that um, if he keeps being sorry for himself, he'll look guilty and people think it's true. But if he acts like he doesn't care, it will blow over before the day ends. I don't think that's going to happen, but, you know. But I do agree that if you are acting like, you know, oh my gosh, this rumor, it's so bad, instead mm-hmm. of, it's not true. So I'm going right. to walk them ahead up high. And mm-hmm. I mean, that's good because otherwise people are going to go, it is true. Look at their face. Yeah. You know, they're so guilty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Pacey likes this idea and leaves the office strutting down the hall with a smile on his face, at least until he goes around the corner and releases the tension he built up in his body as everyone's eyes were on him. I did feel bad for him in that moment. Mm-hmm, but I was happy that he just walked through the halls like that. Yeah. In English class, Pacey's late. A couple of students make inappropriate comments at Pacey, obviously of the affair. Miss Jacobs tells one student that if he keeps it up, she'll see him after class. And he continued on by saying, you promise? Well, in that scene, did you see that Pacey was now in the second seat? No. He was behind this one guy. And I'm like, wasn't he in the first seat? So they don't have assigned seats? I guess not. I don't know. Uh, It just threw me off. Because normally he's right there, right directly across from her. But he Mm -hmm. wasn't. He was behind this guy. Yeah, maybe they're not assigned. So since he was late, he didn't sit in that seat. Probably, I'm thinking. Maybe. Hmm. Okay. Later on, Pacey is sitting by himself on a bench at the docks. Joey finds him and takes a seat next to him, trying to comfort him by telling him how she knows how he feels. He doesn't believe it. So, like to Jen, she lists the same reasons people at school have talked about her and how they actually have something in common. This was a good moment to see them genuinely bonding over something, something not great, of course, but it's not random like the one seen before in a previous episode when out of the blue, Joey asked him what he was doing later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was cute. 
Later, we see Bess trying to get her truck out of the mud on the road. She was headed to her doctor's appointment, and when thinking she was on her own with Bodie out of town, Joey shows up. They're panicked because they have no way to call an ambulance, and the nearest hospital is too far away. The closest house is Dawson's that's across the lake, so Joey's rowing the boat as they're racing against the clock. There's a moment where Joey believes the boat is leaking, but it's actually Bess's water that broke. You know, with a small town, you think they have, like, some emergency, you know, clinic that she could have gone to. Well, you would think so, but yeah. I guess they're in the middle of nowhere yeah. in a creek. Mm-hmm. Dawson is in his room trying to get a hold of Pacey, but with no luck. After he finishes leaving a message for him, Joey walks into his room, telling him her sister is about to give birth. He says congratulations, but she finishes with on your lawn. Then he's now like, what? <laughs> yeah. Now everyone is downstairs in the living room trying to get an ambulance, but there's a major pileup, so it'll be a good while until one arrives. And then, you know, because, I mean, that's an emergency, but also a woman having a baby is also an emergency, too, you know? Mm-hmm. I guess they don't have backup. But I can tell you, if you don't live in the city, yeah, it does take a while for an ambulance. Right. Yeah. And then if you consider other accidents, yeah, you yours may not be important enough. Right. Yeah. So Bess is losing her patience and yells at the operator, saying that they better get an ambulance here before her fetus enters college. That well, then funny. she said she brought up of how it's going to be delivered by two high school students. And then Dawson pulls the camera from his face. He's like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't yeah. think so. Mm-hmm. Now, like Bess, Pacey is also stressed out by what Tamara has to say about the rumors about them going around the school. She yells at him for not keeping the relationship to himself. He's in high school and he's a boy. Of course, mm-hmm. he's going to tell people yeah. you as an adult should know that and also know it's illegal. Right. And if it has to be a secret, that means that something's not right about it. Well, and my thing is now she's worried. Mm-hmm. She wasn't worried before, all those yeah. weeks before when she mm-hmm. was with him. Yeah. yeah. Guess I so. mean, there was a tape that went, you mm-hmm. know, that there was, it was out there. I mean, well, Dawson. Well, she didn't it, know about the tape. But so I just don't get how now she's worried. Right. But again, if she would just play it cool, too, and they would stop having these little meetings in her classroom mm-hmm. where somebody can walk by, yeah, then it would be okay. Because it would be like, well, someone's just accusing me. Right. So she should just play it off, too. Yeah. Um, in this moment, they were actually at her house, which isn't much better than her classroom. But, yeah, so she brings well, up the... Usually they're in a classroom, though, talking. Right. Yeah. She brings up the time he said earlier how he wanted them to do more couple things. So she's just, they break up and walk away. Little too late. Mm-hmm. You see Jen in her room working on homework. She opens her desk drawer, looking for something to only find a Bible that wasn't there before. Walking to the kitchen, she confronted the matter to her grandmother, knowing she put it there. Jen is getting really fed up that her grandmother's pushing her religion onto her, and I would be too. Yep. Now this is where things get really interesting. A minute later, Joey's knocking on the door, explaining that even though she's aware how Mrs. Ryan feels about her sister and her boyfriend being sinners, but none of them are the baby's fault. Bess is about to give birth, and as a nurse, she took an oath to help others. She made some good points there. Did you see her face when Joey's talking? Mm-hmm. She had that look, uh, disgusted yeah. look. Mm-hmm. And I still don't get why she hates Dawson so much. Shouldn't you be happy that your granddaughter is with someone who doesn't party and stuff? Right, but just because of the fact that he's a boy, and she doesn't trust teenage boys. I just don't think she likes anyone. Yeah. Pacey is walking home from school until a cop car pulls up next to him. It's none other than his brother. 
Of course. Yeah, mad about what he heard at the barbers. He heard about a student sleeping with a teacher, and the student made it up. He only saw Tamara as a victim and not Pacey for one second. Doug tells him the superintendent has called an emergency board meeting with Miss Jacobs and if charges should be brought against her, and how there are actually people in this town that take him seriously. Casey ends the conversation by saying, unfortunately, you're not one of them. And it's true. He never considers, you know, Casey and the reason behind everything. Mm-hmm. Doesn't and give I him the benefit of the doubt. Doug, but it's true. Mm-hmm. We are back at Dawson's house with him telling Bess how important it is for him to film the birth of their child um, since Bodie isn't there to see it himself. Mrs. Ryan coaches Bess on her breathing. Joey hands Miss Ryan pillows for Bess. She calls her Josephine when thanking her, and Joey corrects her. But Bess said, no, it's Judas, actually. That was funny. Miss Ryan says she won't bond with Bess. Yeah, because Bess doesn't like grams. Yeah. Miss Ryan says she won't bond with Bess from the shared experience as long as she shuts up. Yeah, that made me laugh, too. Now, Casey runs into Miss Jacobs. I thought this was at, I actually thought this was at a courthouse because the way it was set up and it looked and how she was dressed and everything with her lawyer. But it was still at the school. I guess it could be. Yeah, I don't know. It just threw me off. So Paisley runs into Miss Jacobs um, where the school board meeting is taking place. Why would you talk to her when this is a serious matter? Right. In school. Mm-hmm. Again. Mm-hmm. And she's with her lawyer who says that Pacey can't speak to her and that if he has something to say, he can tell her and she'll pass it on um, to her, to Tamara. So. Tamara. Tamara. Yeah, I'm going to get that wrong probably. I can't help it. I feel like it's almost over, so it's okay. Bess is about to start pushing the baby out. The pain has increased and Joey watches from the couch across the room. And the look on her face makes Dawson stop recording the birthing process and sit next to her to reassure her that Bess will be okay. Joey says, I know, as if she's annoyed with him telling her the obvious. Did you see how she, like, made that face and rolled her eyes? Mm-hmm. And Dawson said that. Now, in the board meeting, the session has begun, but Pacey walks right in, interrupting, and goes on about how he did make up the rumor about the affair with Miss Jacobs, and how it was just a young boy's fantasy and nothing more. This convinces the judge that Tamara is innocent, and of course, we know that is far from the truth. Well, and then the guy, at first, when he walks in, he's like, hey, you'll have your turn later. And then he just continues to talk. Like, why wouldn't they stop him? Right, yeah. And then, when he's talking, going on and on, then Miss Jacobs cracks a smile. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I was on that panel, I would be like, excuse you, why are you smiling? You know, like if someone's accusing you and you could get fired and go to jail, mm-hmm. why would you crack a smile? Right. So I would think it's true because she's cracking a smile. Mm-hmm. Like do it in your head, not out loud. Yeah. And it was just weird that the fact that they did this meeting during school hours and not after school hours when, you know, so everybody's on campus, all the students and everything, they could have easily just... So it wasn't after school? No. Yeah, because when when, uh, Miss Jacobs leaves, she pulls out of the parking lot and all the kids are out there on the lawn walking around like class just ended, so... Hmm. Interesting. But back to Bess. Maybe Maybe the writing's off on it. Yeah. Bess is still in the middle of labor. Jen, who's been her grandmother's assistant, is concerned with how much blood there is. She mentions this to Graham. This makes Bess nervous and starts thinking Miss Ryan isn't telling her that something is wrong. Miss Ryan reassures her that things are fine. I have fur on my face. With Bess being in so much pain and things so intense, Joey leaves the room. Dawson tries to calm Bess down, 
by reminding her they're making a movie here. You know, making a movie, he always has to be about the movie. While holding up the camera in her face. Now this made me laugh. Miss Ryan smacks the camera away and makes Dawson leave the room. Then confronts her grandma about the loss of blood and Graham says not to bring up anything she doesn't know fully about before Bess loses any more blood and more complications worsen. And now would be the best time for Jen to have some faith in her to get Bess and the baby uh, through this. Yeah, because she was like, Graham, that's a lot of blood. And she was like, yes, that's more blood than I would like to see. Yeah. And, you know, she has all this pressure, all these kids. Yep. You know, Jen doesn't know what she's doing. You know, mm-hmm. Joey's freaking out about her sister. And then you got Dawson with the camera. Yeah, yeah. I'd yeah. smack it away, too. I'm surprised Bess didn't do it. Yeah. Yeah, so the pain has gotten worse, and there is nothing Bess can take since they're at Dawson's house. So Miss Ryan begins saying a prayer, wanting Bess to repeat after her. Bess first objects, saying it's not going to work on her, but Mrs. Ryan says for her baby. And Jen also begins saying the same prayer along with Graham. And then Graham's like, ooh, maybe I'm getting... Somewhere with Jen. It was a good distraction, but I can imagine some other still not wanting to say it. Mm-hmm. Now Dawson finds Joey sitting outside and tells her Bess is going to be okay. Joey admits she's not worried about her sister, but it's something else. Dawson asks her what it is. Joey says, um, asks him the question, who does Bess remind him of? He gives the answer of Joey's mom. Joey said her mom's chemo for her cancer caused her a lot of pain, and she would sit next to her while she cried. Joey prayed she would never hear these cries again, and she didn't. Dawson realizes she hasn't heard them again until today. Dawson asks Joey why she sat with her mom while she was in pain, and Joey said because her mom needed her. This makes Dawson point out that Bess needs her sister just as much as their mom needed Joey. So that was a good moment right there. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, he was finally supportive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when he can actually focus and not, you know, focus what's going I'm on. I'm surprised he camera. wasn't recording the whole thing. Yeah. Doug meets Tamara out the, outside of the courthouse and apologizes for Pacey making up the rumor and the trouble he's caused. He said Pacey has been causing trouble since he was young. This makes Tamara tell Doug he must be very proud of how Pacey has become a sweet, sensitive, intelligent young man. That wasn't completely necessary. I mean, she could have just said, like, an intelligent young man. Like, no, a respon- no, no, that didn't even make any sense. Okay, you are claiming that it's not true. Mm-hmm. You were accused. Yeah. Okay. And you're going to just, oh, drop it. Oh, yeah, he's, he's a good kid and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If someone accuses you, you're not going to think that. Mm-hmm. So why would you, you would agree with his brother. Oh, yeah, he's so bad. He's so bad. Yeah. But no, she's like, no, you should be so proud of him. And it's like, what? Yeah. Uh, so it's like, I would just think it, it must be true. And why? Doug is a police officer. Mm-hmm. How is he not putting two and two together? I don't know. He's not a very good one. Yeah. Because I feel like they would have already caught that. Yeah, because that was his second red flag right there when she said that. Yes. Because, again, most people Mm -hmm. would be angry Mm -hmm. and never want to speak to that person, that person's family. Mm -hmm. They would have all negative things to say. Mm -hmm. But not her. Yep. It didn't make any sense. I'm like, Doug, open your eyes. Right. Yeah, so Miss Jacobs... um, well, Tamara tells Doug to call her Miss Jacobs before walking away from him. And then Pacey watches her as she drives out of the school parking lot. You know, we were almost close of her getting fired and going mm-hmm. to prison. I was like, yay, she's getting in trouble. And then Pacey walks in. I'm like, come yeah. on. Mm-hmm. This is annoying. Yeah. Now, Bess is just one more push away from the baby coming out, but is too tired to push anymore. That is until Joey walks in, holds her hand. After the last push, we find out it's a baby boy. 
Now again, Pacey walks over to Tamara's house. Tamara says she appreciates what he did for Tamara. her. Yeah, because I'm going to keep saying it wrong. I can't help it. Yeah, but she appreciates what he did for her. He says he'll keep his mouth shut from now on so it won't happen again. He says there won't be any more rumors because she's given her resi resignation and will be leaving town tomorrow. Good, finally. Yeah, but I don't know why she would even do that. Because it, it makes, you makes look her look yeah. yeah. So, like, stupid, stupid woman. Well, she hasn't been smart since we met her. Yeah. Yeah, I, it would make you look guilty. Yeah. At least quit after a month. Mm hmm. And also, she, she then says she's 36. Right. So now and we he's know. 15. That's 21 years. Yeah. I mean, that's why it always looked weird because it always looked like he was with what could mom. be his mom. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, at least if you were doing a show like that, hire, you know, I mean, at least make the character in their 20s. <laughs> then it would be more fun to watch. Mm -hmm. But this is just creepy. She's almost 40. Yeah. Well, even if the character was in their 20s, it still wouldn't be. It wouldn't be right, but it, I wouldn't be so grossed out about it. Yeah, true. 21 years is a long time when you're 15. Yeah. And we still don't know what happened to that tape. So well, and then when she was saying goodbye to him, she was like, "No kissing," and I was like, "There better be no kissing. You just broke up with him." Right. I'm like, I'm happy it's finally ending. Yep. But not the way we wanted. She should have went to prison. Yep. Yeah. So she does get away with it, and I have a question. Yeah. Do you? Because I know a lot of shows. It's not just this one. A lot of shows have. At some point, like a student-teacher relationship. Mm -hmm. Do you ever get annoyed that they don't get in trouble? That they just like leave town or something? Yeah. Like, can we have one show mm -hmm. that shows what it would really be like in real life? That they would get in trouble and they'd go to prison? Mm -hmm. Instead of just fired and then they can go move on and get a job somewhere else. Right. Like, I... I feel like you just need to do a, a show that is more realistic mm -hmm. and also stop doing the same thing that everyone else is doing. Right. Because it does get annoyed when you have to keep watching it on different shows. Mm -hmm. um, you never watched Riverdale, right? No. Um, they had that similar plot line um, with main character Archie. He started having a um, relationship with his music teacher that was, like, giving him lessons how to play the guitar or some instrument. And I can't remember. I think she did get in trouble, but that was, like, season one, so I really can't remember. But it was something. Did she like, go to jail? I don't know. I really can't remember. But, um, yeah, so they still do that plot line today. I know, but someone needs to get in trouble. Not just, oh, you're going to get fired, but you can go to another town and teach. Yeah. No, that would be a negative. Yeah, but um, I do remember that some seasons later on she was murdered so that's how that Alrighty. ended for her i just don't remember what happened originally in the first season when it was um happening but um yeah because don't you think that if it what you know like they're not getting in trouble then kids or adults would be like oh then it's cool right. if they're not gonna go to prison then i won't go mm -hmm. uh, that's disgusting yeah like at least if they showed reality Right. They'd, people would be like, oh, get away from me. You're too close to me. I mean, make that more realistic. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, so Shilling gets away with it because Pacey felt like the aftermath of the rumor going around was his mess, his fault, and that she did nothing wrong whatsoever. Well, the only thing he did was open his mouth. Yeah. You know, he he always goes to Dawson's house. Why couldn't he go to Dawson's house and discuss his little date with Miss Jacobs? Right. You're always at Dawson's house. Mm-hmm. So, his, yeah, his parents aren't even home. Right. So. so why can't you say it in a closed environment? That's not at school. In the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. So now later on, it's late now, so Jen walks into the kitchen after taking a shower. She says goodnight to her grandmother, but before she goes into her room, Graham says that just because they don't say certain things doesn't mean that we don't feel them, meaning that they love each other, which is nice to say, but the words should also be said every once in a while. Don't you agree? Oh, yeah. It would be hard if no one said, I love you. Mm-hmm. Graham asks Jen, after what happened today, she still doesn't believe in God. Jen says she doesn't know about God, but she may have come around a little to man. This is a good enough answer for Miss Ryan. Bess and Joey are at home now, and so is Bodie. Bess lets Joey hold the baby, and they agree he has their mother's eyes. And now, the last scene, Pacey is walking along the beach. Again, no one is wondering where he is, but he sees Tamara inside her house for a moment before she turns off the light. He says goodbye, Tammy, as he called her sometimes and walked back down the beach. Well, and then going back to when they were saying goodbye... Mm-hmm. Um, and then he said, I hope you enjoy Rochester. And then she said, I hope you enjoy high school. Yeah. Ew, it just takes you right back. He's in high school. Yeah. And you're older. Mm-hmm. Like, it just takes you back. Mm-hmm. High school. Right. Gross. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's not even in college. No. And then, did you see how big that baby was? Not really, no. That was a big baby. How old, how old do you think the baby is? I just looked at him for a minute. Um, I don't know, probably six months or something. <laughs> it, I don't know, but it's just always funny when shows mm-hmm. have to hire the older baby. Yeah, because they can't get you know newborn babies. That's way too small. But I know, but it's just so funny because it's yeah. like that did not fit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, especially when they only have like the little pouch for the belly is pregnant mm-hmm. it's like no it's not realistic right yep so that's the end of the episode so what did you think of it it was better um probably more interesting because we were focusing on something you know that wasn't a plot line about sex um it was just about Bess having her baby and the teacher yeah so best and worst characters i'll already jump in there i mean i thought I know I've been harping on the show, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's finally going in the right direction. Right. We're getting rid of Miss Jacobs. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, Pacey can, you know, start hanging out with the gang again. Yeah. Um, which is what, you know, we want to see. Mm-hmm. Um, and now that she's leaving town, hopefully we never see her again. Right. Um, I like I, I like this uh, episode a lot better than I have liked them. Mm-hmm. It was actually enjoyable to watch. Yeah, I agree. There was actually stuff happening mm-hmm. that wasn't the same old stuff. Yeah. And storylines that were finally wrapping up. You know, mm-hmm. the baby being born. Now we get to see Joey be an aunt mm-hmm. and her mom be, or her sister be a mom. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll be fun to watch. Yeah. Her living with the baby. Right. Um, so, you know, it's like it's getting better. So hopefully the next episode will be even better. Mm-hmm. Um, what would, what would you rate it? Um, probably like an eight. 
You? Yeah. I was thinking eight, too. Yeah. Because it's finally interesting. Mm-hmm. The only thing that I would change is her get in legal trouble. I mean, she brought a lawyer. Mm-hmm. So I just think that it should have. she should have gotten legal trouble. Right. And Pacey shouldn't have saved her. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, and especially when she quit. Mm-hmm. I mean, right after. Mm-hmm. It definitely sounds like. Suspicious. You yeah. did it. Yeah. Doesn't really add up. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. Be negative, but mm-hmm. it didn't add up to me. Right. Um, and then who is your best and worst? Um, the best character, um, not for like the majority of the episode, but he had his moments, Dawson. <laughs> Just because how he was there for Joey during um, Bess's labor. And like, you know, he, he you know, let Bess be in his house to have her baby, you know. Um, I mean, he wasn't going to say no, of course, but, you know, some people probably wouldn't have liked a woman having a baby on their couch, you know? Well, technically, it's not his couch. Well, yeah. I mean, and he could have gotten in trouble with his parents, too. Like, if they didn't want her there. I don't know. You never know. So. And then, of course, the worst is Miss Jacobs. Glad she's finally out of here. What about yours? My worst is Miss Jacobs. Mm-hmm. Um, we're finally, hopefully, seeing her go bye-bye. And... My best was actually Joey because she um, was there for her sister. I mean, she got her to Dawson's house. She, you know, called, you know, to let Bodie know. Mm -hmm. You know, she was just trying to be as supportive as, you know, a 15-year-old can be. Yeah. And, you know, also remembering her mom. So that must be hard. Yeah. Um, So I just thought that she was finally not the... Not all about oh Dawson Dawson that she was finally in a in her own reality mm-hmm. and it was enjoyable to watch when she gets out of the whole Dawson thing mm-hmm. then you can actually see like the real Joey yeah and I feel like we see that yeah in this episode so that's why I would say Joey yeah and Jen was good too you know helping because I mean she didn't have to help yeah and she didn't you know, <laughs> have to be the nurse yeah she didn't know anything you know about giving birth yeah and coaching yeah. But she did it. But yeah, I would say Joey overall. Yeah. All right, you guys. And what's the next episode called? Detention, episode seven now. So we're about halfway through the season now. All righty. I think there's 13 episodes. Yep. All right, you guys. Thank you for listening. And we'll see you next time. Yep. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Duo Chat. If you want to chime in with your opinion about this episode and the show we discussed, you can email us at duochatpodcast at gmail.com. And to keep up with updates about the podcast, you can follow us at Twitter at Duo Chat Podcast. And give us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. We would really appreciate it.